All right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is August 25th, 2022, in week 186. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been here with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in, week out, trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, the topic is God's and yes, he definitely does spare. So without any further ado, I'm going to pass it over to Minister Tony Banks. We can go ahead and get started with this evening's message. As always, I hope you guys get something out of it. Thank you, Melvin. Let us proceed with a prayer. So gracious Lord, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you, Lord, for this chance that you have allotted us. Lord, thank you for all the blessings that you pour down, that you rain down from heaven uh, and you shower us with. Lord, help us to be grateful. Help us to be humble. Help us to be holy. Everything that we do, Lord, we're praying that um, we would do it in a manner of which it is pleasing in your sight. Lord, we want to hear those words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Lord, help us to get to that point. Uh, Help us to um, not give up on this journey, regardless of how Uh, stressful, Uh, life may become, how tiresome, how how much of a nuisance, whatever it is, Lord, we're praying that you will continually remind us that there is joy in the midst of every single storm, trial, and tribulation. Lord, we're praying all of these blessings in your loving name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God spares. You know, I, I am, I feel good because, um, God has been good uh, in my life, um, in the lives of those around me, uh, in the the lives of all of his children out there. God has been good to every single one of us. I I know there are testimonies um, that I can be excited about that I don't even know about because I, however, I know God has performed some miracles in all of our lives. And so that makes me excited because I love to see God working in us and God working through us. So we're talking about God's spares because I want to encourage you and remind you of all of the instances where God has saved your life. All of the things God has, excuse me, God has saved you from, including sin. That's the main thing. Because if he didn't do that for us, there is no opportunity. There's no chance for salvation. There is no redemption for us. So that's, of course, first and foremost, as well as I know that uh, we get fired up, especially when we think of the goodness of God and how he spared our life. I know a lot of people look at that, but I don't want you to minimize God saving you from sins because that's honestly uh, more important or equally as important because, you know, your life can be spared, but you can still be lost. But God saving you from sins, that is everything. So I want to look at uh, the book of 1 Corinthians here, chapter 10 and verse 13. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. Mm -hmm. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, 
but will, with the temptation, also make a way to escape, that ye may, that ye may be able to bear it. God spares. He makes a way for you to escape temptations, a way for you to escape um, so many situations in life. Uh, even coming to my mind, someone uh, a while back, and you know, I try not to mention people's name, but someone telling telling a group of us, even how God spared their eyes, stopped them from going blind so that they could see. God spares. He is working miracles every day of our life, every day of our life. But are you noticing them? He's doing something right now for you, but do you notice it? Sometimes we're blind to certain things. There are things right now that people see that I might not see. There's things I might see that they don't see. Some things people just look out for. You know, there there are certain people that notice cars. They notice if a person comes up in a Toyota, um, a Honda, uh, a Ford, they just notice cars. Me personally, I don't notice vehicles like that. They say, what color was their, what kind of car did they have? Look, I can't tell you. I don't know. It wasn't something that I paid attention to. But see, certain people notice certain things. We all have the capability to notice the miracles of God. And it's important for you to notice how he's working every day around you, performing miracles. He's still in the business of performing miracles. You know, uh, (laughs) hearing, hearing people talk, I've heard people say, that no miracles are taking place today that man does the way they used to. But you know, I realized when the person said this, they were confused because no miracles have taken place ever that man did, ever. See, this was always, this was always with the help of God. No man is going to perform any miracle without God's help. It is God's permission. This is God sparing us, helping us so certain situations we don't have to go through. And even those we do, God spares. Comes to mind the three Hebrew boys. They went down into the fire, but God spared them. They came out. Even at the very beginning, Adam and Eve, the sin that they committed, God gave them another chance. He came to them, asked them what had happened, and he put them out of the Garden of Eden. But you know what? Even doing that, God was merciful. He spared them. He even made them, the Bible said, coats of skins. He made them clothing to keep them warm. He taught them how to live. He taught them how to survive. See, God is sparing us every day of our life, even when it's hard. God is still sparing you. But do you notice it? Do you see the goodness of God? All the times we've avoided car accidents, all the times we've avoided uh, some type of major injury, all the times we have avoided death, God is sparing you. But as a result, what are you going to do about it? Are you even noticing 
that is by his grace and mercy that you're spared. So I thank God that he spared me. I shouldn't be here tonight. I should not be here. I should be dead. I should be uh, in far worse condition. But God spared me. He, he had mercy upon me. He told us in one place, he said he'll have mercy upon whom he, he wants to have mercy. I thank God he had mercy on me. So every day I'm looking to see how God is sparing not only me, but how he's sparing you too. See, that, that motivates me. That encourages me to see God working in your life. That, that excites me because I see God making a way out of no way for you. It's not just about me because God is faithful to us all. The scripture here, it said God is faithful. He'll make a way for you to escape. He spared you. So we can see so many times throughout scripture of how God spared his people. But this, and the scripture is good now, don't get me wrong. But look at your life and see how God spared you. You know, I can look at my own life and see, man, I should have been in a lot more trouble than I've been in in my life. God has spared me so many times. So many times, reminds me of the song, so many times the Lord made a way for me. He spared me. He has spared me to this very day. I didn't think I would be here. Legitimately, I'm not just saying this, but he spared me. I've watched him continue to spare those around me performing miracles. Do you notice it? Does it make you happy to see God work in somebody's life? If it doesn't, that's because we don't see him working in our own. That's the only reason. When people aren't happy for someone else, because they're not happy about their own life. So I thank God he's working in your life because I want him to work in mine too. I can't be selfish. He's all of our God. There's only one God. He's big enough to be shared by us all. So that's what we're talking about tonight. God spares. Can you see it? Do you see it in your life? Do you see it? So many people wake up in the morning, take a drive somewhere, even if they're just taking a ride somewhere, they never make it back home. See, God's sparing us every day, even if you don't get in a close call situation, in a situation where you almost wrecked, even if you don't get in that. You know, God spared you. When whoever was driving, they hit the brake and the brake stopped the car. See, God spared you. When you hit the gas and the car moved forward, God spared you. See, I don't even know the, 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 the average on it, but my mind just went to how many times, glory be to God, how many times your heart beats in one day. Not, not a full year, just one day. 
I know it's a lot of times. A lot. And you know, many of us, we didn't have a heart attack today. Now, I know somebody did. But for those who didn't, God spared you. You know, this is a miracle. If you don't, if you say it's not, you must have a really healthy diet. You must eat really clean. Nothing but nutritious fruits, veggies, green leafy food. You must eat great. Drink all the water. You take your vitamins. See, no, you don't. Man was laughing because he knows we're not eating that way. We're eating all the greasy cheeseburgers we can. <laughs> we're eating the candy, <laughs> the, the chocolate, the, the donuts, the sweets. God spared us. Our body is still functioning, even off of uh, the horrible foods we put in ourselves on many occasions. He spared. Even those out there that say, hey, I eat really healthy. See, God still spared you as well. You know what? We better read. Uh, Go up one verse. For the people who think God didn't do anything for them. Go up up one verse, Melvin. Verse 12. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. See, you better be careful. For the one out there who thinks God didn't do anything for them. They said, man, I'm in the position I'm in because of myself. See, I worked to get here. No, God spared you, friend. God spared you. Because if he wanted to knock you down, he will. And there's nothing you can do about it. God spared you. It doesn't matter how well you eat, how much you exercise. Melvin talked about it recently. Bodily exercise profiteth little. I want that little profit now. I'll be honest with you. I want it. Whatever little bit of profit I can get, I want it. I want the little bit of gain because that little gain adds up. It's still going to be little because God says so. But I want it. But you know, despite how hard I work out, it is God. You know, you can wake up tomorrow and your arms don't work. It's happening now. It is happening to people. You can wake up tomorrow and your eyes don't work. Your legs don't work. Your mouth doesn't work. Your tongue does not work anymore. Your stomach does not work. Your kidney does not work. We have so many organs in our one body. You know, there are what they call rare diseases. Things that seem to happen in a very um, minority Uh, a minority of people. Rare diseases. You know, God can allow a rare disease to happen to you. And you know what you're going to say? Stuff always happened to me. I got bad luck. No, God has just been sparing you. That's what's been happening. And now he allows something to happen. See, every day we have to wake up and recognize, Lord, I thank you for how you spared me every day because I'm telling you, I'm I'm glad that God is not me because if I heard people complaining the way that we have complained, including myself, I tell people the same way my parent would tell me, look, I'm going to give you something to complain about. 
I'm going to give you something to cry about. God has spared us, though. He's been so good to us. But can you see it? Jesus talked about us in one place. He said, having eyes and see not. I want to be able to see how good God has been to me because I don't want him to believe I'm taking it for granted. He spared me. So he said, look, let him that thinketh he standeth. Take heed lest he fall. We cannot get the big head in God. He is the one sparing us. Every time we breathe, and I don't know the number on this, we breathe in. Unconsciously, we're not even counting. I have never counted a full day's worth of breaths I take. I have never recalled counting that, and I don't think I ever will. But you know, each time I've did it, God has allowed the, the air to go in. And for those that want to get technical, the CO2 to come out, whatever you wish to call the air coming in and the air going out, God has spared you. Look at how many times you're long. You know, you breathe in bacteria, you breathe in harmful things. I can think about the times, (laughs) I can think vividly about a time I've choked on chips. I mean, the smallest piece of chip. I can recall times it went down the wrong pipe, we say. Choking. I mean, I'm sitting here coughing. It was a hot, it was hot chips. It was bad, it was rough on me. I was teary-eyed, people standing around laughing. And I'm choking. I mean, I cannot get it out. But God spared me. See, the smallest thing, God can use the smallest thing. I mean, I'm telling you, I had chewed that chip to such a small piece. It was a very small piece. Something so small can knock you off your feet. I just want to add, um, yes, I got curious and I looked it up. We breathe in and out about 22,000 times a day. 22,000 times. Now, that's incredible that God has spared you that many times that we're still able to do it. See, the reason I I think this way is because the older I've gotten, I pay more attention to the longevity of things. That's what interests me because it's efficiency. Uh, It it causes for uh, a life where you can prosper. When you have something you can keep for a long time. See, if you buy a car today and that car looks good, but it breaks down by next month, that car didn't do you any good. But if you can buy a car today, it'll last you 20 years. Now that's a car. (laughs) That's a car. I look at the longevity of things. I look at how you can get something brand new today and it will wear down. The more you use it, it will wear down so fast. And you can look back at where this thing came from. Look, it's as simple as getting you a pair of shoes. If you're a person that walks a lot during the day, those shoes will not last you a good two, three months, four months. 
maybe tops, a good pair of shoes. Now, if you sit a lot, it won't be the same. But I'm looking at how frequently we use things and how well those said things last. The more you use something, oftentimes it's going to, in fact, all the time, really, just about all the time, it's going to wear down that much faster. But I look at our bodies. Our organs are working, doing the same processes over and over and over. And God is allowing it to happen. You know, we're not sitting around watching our lungs do their job. We're not watching our heart do its job. We're not watching uh, the chemicals in our bodies do their job. It's automatically activated by God. Automatically activated by God. You know, soon, <laughs> now I know you know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> and so if you're hungry, if you are hungry, and you begin to smell that food, your mouth starts to water. If you begin to see the food, it gets even worse. This is activated automatically. You didn't tell your mouth to do this. See, this is God sparing you. So you say, well, that don't even matter that much. Well, I hope God doesn't allow this to happen to you then. But you try to eat that food without the saliva in your mouth containing the chemicals it contains. I think the science uh, background is coming out of me tonight. Containing those chemicals that actually break down the food that you're eating. And you think it doesn't matter. You think it's just water in your mouth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, God has designed your body to work. Your stomach, even when you finally get that food in you, your stomach starts to produce acid that breaks down this food that you just ate. See, God is this, he is sparing you every day that these things are working in your body. Even if you say right now, well, Tony, mine doesn't work the same way it used to. Well, God spared you even, even up until that point. You know why? Because somebody came in this world and theirs didn't work at all. Somebody else, it didn't work at all. So God spared you too. He said, look, whoever that's thinking they're standing, take heed. Don't get the big head. God has spared you. Every time you walk in your house, glory be to God, the lights turn on. He spared you. Even you having a place to go to, God spared you. People are waking up in the middle of the night, house burning. Some people have been consumed in house fire. I've had family members die in house fires. But glory be to God, he allowed me to wake up and the house was still intact. He spared me. Even if something went wrong 
God still spared me. See, we have to learn how to look at these things for what they really are. God is sparing you. But for some reason, it is not enough to us. Out of all the times he spared us, I thank God that right now I have feeling in my legs because there was once upon a time where I didn't have feeling. I thank God I can feel the sensation of hunger, even if there are, you know, sometimes people feel that being hungry is one of the worst things ever. People say they get upset. They get hangry. (laughs) But you know, God has humbled me. See, it's something about God humbling you. Even God humbling you is him sparing you. See, he could have got rid of me with my poor attitude. But he said, no, I'm going to humble this fellow. I'm going to show him something. See, that's God sparing me. We take things the wrong way. The Bible says he chastises those that he loves. So if God corrects you and sits you down and causes you to close your mouth and listen, he's sparing you. Don't take it the wrong way. But I'm reminded of coming from a position where I wasn't even eating and still could not feel hunger. The sensation of hunger had left me. But God spared me. He brought it back. I thank God he did because I did not enjoy that. So now today, hallelujah, I can feel hungry and say, Lord, I thank you. You know, there are people who are losing their sense of heat. You have people who get older. They can't keep any heat in. They have to cover up. They have to have their house so hot. But you know, today we say God is too hot. Now I don't understand what in the world, why is it so hot? See, we better wake up because you don't recognize God is sparing you. See, he can cause you to where you can stay cold all day. If that's, if that's what you desire, you can stay cold all day. You'll be begging God, Lord, please help me to be hot. Lord, please help me to warm up. See, we have to look at just how God is sparing us. I thank God today. Lord, I thank you. I know what it feels like to be cold. I know what it feels like to be hot. Lord, help me to be content in whatever state I am. Help me, Lord. If I'm hungry, Lord, help me to be content. You spare me enough. If I'm thirsty, Lord, help me to be content. You spared me to get to this place. Because someone out there, you know, there's people that can't feel pain. Their body will not even release the chemical to help them feel the pain. Or if it does release it, it's not working. I don't particularly know the science behind that one. But I've been told now they can't feel the pain. Can't feel it. You know, they wish they could feel that. And so the next time you're in pain, I dare you to say, Lord, thank you. I dare you. I know it's a a weird situation for you, but I want you to see how God spared you, that your body worked properly. I want you to see how God has spared you. He said, there is no temptation 
there's nothing that's happened to you that is not common to somebody else out there. He spared you, brother. He spared you, sister. I want you to see that. Lest you fall. God's been good to you. He's been good to you. Will you see that tonight, though? How long will I have to sit here and preach this before you wake up and recognize somebody still thinking about their problems, still complaining? We did a Bible study on it. I don't know when it was. <laughs> but someone is still complaining, mumbling, and grumbling about something that's went wrong in their life, and God has spared you. Just to have the mind to complain. You know God spared you. Just to be, have the mind to complain. Somebody can't even make thoughts. You've seen people lose their mind. You've seen it happen now. God has spared you. Even him letting you complain is a blessing. For you now, you just chose to complain instead of blessing him. But he has spared you. I, I want you to see that tonight. He has spared, even with the gas prices, everyone's bringing up the gas price. God spared you. He spared you to have a car. If you're so concerned about the gas price, that means you have a car. That means you're getting around somewhere God spared you because there's somebody without it. He spared you. Will you see this? Will you acknowledge him for what he's did? God's been good to I thank God for you guys. I thank God he spared me. I thank God he spared you. And I'm hoping you will acknowledge him for what he's did so he will keep working in your life. If you get in God's word and start seeing things this way, your whole life will change. Your whole demeanor will change. Your whole personality will change. You don't have to be sad. You don't have to be struggling. Not once you start recognizing how God spared you. But if you can't see it, you will continue to be miserable. So God bless you. At this time, I'll turn it back over into the hands of Melvin. Thank you, guys. Yes, indeed. Thank you, guys, so much um, for listening um, and tuning in, whether on the Facebook video, on the podcast, because this stuff is important. And there is a, a song, I believe, and it says, even if I had 10,000 tongues, I can't thank the Lord enough. I don't remember exactly what it said, but it's something along the lines of that. And I just want to multiply that. If I had a million tongues, a billion, I still couldn't thank God enough for sparing me through everything, um, even situations that I don't even know about. Death was right around the corner. Now, we'll never know about them, but I still thank God for those. And I brought this up before, but one time my wife and I were driving back to Oxford. <laughs> we went through We went through this really big storm. We got our, our phones were going crazy. There was um, um, an amber alert or a, a storm warning, and it said, tornado warning, seek shelter immediately. And when they say it's a warning, that means we actually see this thing. 
And it was broad daylight, but we could not see a thing outside. It's hard to even pull off, pull over from the, on the side of the road. You know, I'm, I was scared. You know, a lot of us don't like to admit that I was terrified. And it just goes to show how little we are, how, how nothing we are. God says we are less than nothing. My only choice, hey, I started praying. What else am I going to do? Get out and, and stop the tornado or something? That's all I could do. And then shortly after, you know, it all cleared up. I thank God for that. Another time, um, I remember we were going through a string of, of bad weather. It was like week after week after week. It was bad weather. We were sitting in the living room looking outside. It was looking pretty dark. This was around 1 or 2 p.m. It was starting thundering. The wind started getting high. My wife turned on some music, some gospel music, praise and worship music. And it seemed like instantly it just stopped. You know, I thank God for sparing us through that. And those are just um, the big things, you know, even the little things like um, Tony brought up breathing in and out. And I got curious and looked it up because I never thought about that before. 22,000 times we breathe in and out a day. Our lungs expand and retract. And each time it has to work perfectly for us to do that. I don't know how many times our heart beats a, a day. I'm not going to look it up, but some math, let's just say 70 beats per minute, then multiply that times 60, and then that times 24, and you get how many times your heart beats in a day. Pumping blood throughout your system. Obviously, the heart is the most important organ. I believe. I'm not too sciencey, but I believe that it is. Even just waking up this morning, uh, we made the wake-up list because so many people went to bed last night not knowing that that was their last night on earth. Something mysterious things always seem to happen. I remember hearing a story about this basketball player. He just collapsed on the court and died. Nobody knows why to this day. They performed an autopsy. They didn't see anything wrong. The best of the best doctors looked at this guy. Couldn't tell how he died or why he died. And that just brings back to my remembrance. Um, I played basketball in high school. And it seemed like every little single thing that I did, coach was getting on to me. <laughs> he called me Connors. Uh, at some point in time, I didn't even think he, he knew my first name. He called me by my first name one time, and I was shocked. But you say, Connors, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Yelling constantly, constantly, constantly. And I, it would get me so upset. And one of the assistant coaches, he would say, he's only getting on to you because he knows what you can become. He sees the potential in you. Now, the coach, he could only believe that, but with God... He knows, he already knows who's going to be saved. So take it a step further. He already knows what you're going to do. Tony brought it up earlier. He said he chastises those that he loves. He allows things to happen. He gets on to you because he know what you are. Uh, he knew what Abraham was going to do, offering up Isaac. But he has to show us 
ourselves. And he just doesn't only believe it. He knows he's all-knowing. So I, I thank you. I thank him for sparing me through everything. And even just with sin, each time we commit sin, we're worthy of hellfire. We could drop dead in the midst of doing that sin. We could be just like that guy playing basketball, drop dead without a cause, at least naturally without a cause. In the midst of doing that sin, there is no time to repent, especially if we haven't been baptized. There is no time. Oh, wait, wait, let me wait, wait, God, before I die, let me go get baptized. It's over. I'm reminded of the scripture that says, be ye also ready. So that's all that um, I have to say. Um, I thank you guys for giving us the time out of your day to listen because you could have been doing anything else. But you saw fit to watch this or to listen to this, trying to see what it is that we're saying from the Bible. But not only listen, but apply this to your lifestyle. Because I can go and listen to a teacher or to anybody. But if I don't apply this, then there is no good. But again, that's all I have to say. Thank you so much for tuning in. As my weekly reminder to you guys, we do have Zoom Bible studies every Monday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We would love to have you guys there asking questions. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy, count it all joy. And again, count it all joy. There's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm because God has spared you, even if you don't realize it. He has. So the Lord blesses, says the same. We'll see you guys next Thursday evening live with another topic coming straight from the word of God. So until then, you guys have a happy, safe and blessed weekend. And once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here alone with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We hope to see you guys there. Thank you. Also, as mentioned in the message, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. To join our messages, all you'd have to do is click the meeting link in the description. There is also a link to listen to all of our previous Zoom messages as well. We hope to see you guys join in on the study. And always remember to rejoice in the Lord always. <laughs>